your life do you love most? Who do you go to for advice and who comes to you? Is there a person or people who you find it really hard to relate to or love on? Relationships are the cornerstone of life on this earth. We as humans are created to live with and love one another, but we would be kidding ourselves if we said it all came naturally with all people and in all seasons of life. Life is far too complex for that to be the case. I love people. I believe it takes hard work and constant learning about each other and ourselves to love each other and ourselves well. This is what our 30 minutes a week will be chock full of. I hope you have a fresh cup of coffee or maybe you're settling into a drive or both. We're going to get right to it. Listening and learning and challenging ourselves to develop strong, vulnerable, and lasting relationships so that we can continually become a little better and a lot more together. I'm your hostess, Charlie Roanhouse, and this is the Growing True Podcast. And then be estranged from him. Maybe, Charlie, I had a, a healthy dose of fear that if I step away, that I will be outside of his presence. Mm. You know, I was reading this book. I shared with you, Gene Edwards had this book on the tale of three kings. And he talked about David and Saul, that Saul was mad at David and he was throwing spears at him. And everybody around him was saying, David, you should retaliate. I mean, what are you doing? You're the... Common sense, right? Yeah. Well, if somebody <laughs> throws something at you, then... You throw it back, right? <laughs> yeah. And he said something that was really good. He said, you know, God chose him. I didn't. And it, it was that level of humility. That's what I mean by humility. Like, we have gifts. You have a gift, spiritual gift. You have a natural gift. I have a gift. Everybody, God gives gifts to his people. Mm-hmm. Okay? Those gifts, actually, Charlie, are irrevocable. They, there's no refund. You can't bring it back. There's no like, hey, can I have another thing? Mm-hmm. Right? He gives it to you yeah. for a purpose. And if he gives you that gift, then you know he wants you to use it for his glory. It's not for you. So here's another way that we get hurt. We manipulate the gift for us. Mm. And if it's not appreciated, if it's not you know, given the proper attention or we're not paid for it or whatever it is, we get hurt. But remember, all of this is training. You know, if you remember David in the Bible, in 1 Samuel, he was chosen as king as a young boy, but he wasn't king for years because there was training. And he could have been bitter like, what? I'm king now, so everybody bow. Yeah. No, he didn't do that. Joseph was the same way. Moses was the same way. I mean, you see these men, men and women of God who go through this training process because the gift doesn't mean... It has to be used the way we want it and when we want it. God gives that and then he allows it to grow and he allows it to be expressed. Now, the spiritual gift is different from our character. Hmm. So you and, so let's just say I can play guitar. Okay? So that's a gift. I can play guitar and I can sing. But the character must match the gift. Sometimes the best guitar player might not be the best person. Right. So so the gift, we can't mistake the gift and character. So, But the training is the training for character, not for the gift. So sometimes we have pastors who are or leaders or teachers that are amazing teachers, 
but they're in their process and their character. Right. Training. They say, well, why do we why do we let them out there? They're not perfect. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to be up there. Yeah. At what point do we then let them? Yes. No. Use their gift. So here's what we call accountability. Mm. Okay. Accountability is you and I know that we're both in the process, that we have gifts and we're in training and you and I have a different journey. And in an accountability, you make allowance for me to make faults. And, you, and I make allowance for you for your faults. And we live in this, this synergy of this, of forgiveness and letting things grow and all of it, calling things out. And, and that's what the church should be. It's, we rally around each other. We pray for one another, encourage one another, and, and sometimes have tough conversations. Yeah, that's, I've, that's, and that's something I've experienced here more than anywhere else, any other community of believers. And there is so much... Um, trust the praying and the walking through all those things together because if we know our faults and we see the good like you said we see the good and the bad of both our friends just here and our leaders it makes it easier to and that's what I've always loved about like our leadership I only I can only speak to my experience right but our leadership team I've always felt has had a degree of transparency that they've all spoken about openly so you know if our pastor is saying that they're they talk through things and pray for each other and and so are the other people that sit around that table with him then there is a better ability to trust absolutely i agree with you i cannot change people we heard that sermon today yeah i if something happens between you and me and you say something and i get offended i cannot change you I can appeal to you. I can pray for you. I can hate you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's many things you could do. But the one thing that I can do is bring it back to God, as we heard today, and ask him, what are you doing in me? Is there some truth in that? That's the level of humility that's harder, actually. So when I left the church and came to Northside, I had this time that God gave me, this glorious, intimate time of self introspection based on if I just take myself out of that situation not blame somebody else what was my culpability what did I do I'm sure the other person did something right but I can't change them so I had to go back in and say with the Lord when I say say self-introspection is really with the Holy Spirit to ask what is it what did I what happened Let's evaluate this. Yeah, like who was I in this? Yeah, what situation? was my what was my thing there, and how can I be better? How can I transform yeah. so that I don't get to that point again? Yeah, that's be- actually my next question, and and I'm careful with this question, right? Because I don't ha- not how do we guard ourselves in putting up walls? How do we guard ourselves as individuals and as a community against those hurts that are so big, right, that they drive us apart? Very interesting question. I think for me, the way the, you use the way guard, but I think the way to live this life together is to realize that I need help, that I am not there. I'm getting better with the Lord and the help of the Holy Spirit and His Word and transformation, but I need the community to help me because there's some things I just don't see. So instead of building the wall you actually tear it down you allow people to come in and help you through this so there's there's this level of 
I call stewardship and responsibility, that when we say yes to Jesus and we live that life, that it's, it's going to be both sweet and messy. And it's okay if we do it together because we understand that, that this is not easy. There are things that will happen. How did I do this? So I personally made sure that I got back into accountability. I immediately met with a pastor and we said, hey, let's talk this through. I'm hurting. I opened up. Mm-hmm. I said, but I want us to keep serving and that's okay with you. And he said, yes. You're so much better than me. I came in and I said, don't ask me to do anything. <laughs> I said, don't ask me to serve in children's. Don't ask me to sing. Don't, I just need to be yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chilling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's everybody's different. different right? Everybody's different. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So um, we should allow that. Yeah. Let me take a break here and let you know. My sharing here is completely different from my wife's sharing. And it's different from my son's. And I had to humble myself and allow them to go through their own mm. without pressure. Yeah. I'm going to go to church now. Dead silence. That's okay. They're in their process. And eventually they did. But I couldn't force them to move like I do. So touche, you, you said it right. Look, I don't want to serve. I just want to be. That's okay. It should be okay. There should be less pressure and more grace. And the way I had to do it was more of involving myself deeper so that I can transform faster. Mm. How can I find out what I needed to find out so I don't do it again? Mm. And maybe that's the the scientist in me like, hey, if you fail this, then you need to find out why. Don't stay there too long. You said, you know, how, how can we live with each other knowing that there's going to be hurts. I'm hopeful, Charlie, I don't have the full answer, but I'm hopeful if we focus on our primary goal here, which is transformation, that every day will be a little more loving and -hmm. accepting. Uh, Just a little more. And just a little more. (laughs) And we don't remain the same when, when we first got into the church. And that means another level of humility, like I need to change. There's something in me that expects perfection, that asks for this. If I don't get it, then I get upset. You know, it's in James 4, it says, why do you quarrel among yourselves? James is asking this question. He was actually the, the head of the church back then when he was talking about this. Why, why are there quarrels among us? And then he said, so it was a rhetorical question. He was saying, you know why we're fighting? This is my, my translation. Because you're not getting what you want. So why does Charlie get to sing? I don't get to sing. Well, why does the pastor have, you know, this? Or why does that person do this? We quarrel because we look at others and we bring in all of our unbrokenness. Mm. And we bring it into the church and we say, this should be the way to do things. No, instead of looking at that that way, we should be changing, Charlie. You and I should be changing and going, I feel a little more love for you. I respect you more. I want to be kinder. If we're not going through that process, somehow the transformation is stalling. Mm. I think we should be, I think we should be getting better and better with our relationship. Will it still happen? Guaranteed. But hopefully next year, I'm not as ornery as I was this year. I'm more forgiving. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, and I, it might go without saying, but I do want to point out, uh, a, I wonder if it's a buzzword or if I only hear it because I'm, like, you know, you get a red car, you see all the red cars <laughs> sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But the word that keeps coming up is vulnerability. Mm. You know, and I feel like there's this, um, is, it the, is the word paradox where we think that if we are more vulnerable, we are less safe. But in reality, in relationship, when we're more vulnerable, we're more safe because we are allowing our vulnerability to mm-hmm. let someone else have theirs. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, so I have friends, some of my closest friends who I know their flaws. In Big time. It, right. <laughs> and, and specifically within our relationship, mm-hmm. I know where I can look to either whether it's family or friends. I can go, you know, this is not her strength. I won't expect a lot from her in this, mm. but I can communicate my heart to her mm. and she'll care about that, you know, versus I'm going to have this expectation of what I want from her. And she, and she knows that it matters to me, but because we've lived life together, like you said, and because we knew that it's going to be tough, we've gone through these moments and now I can go, you know, not her strength. She loves me and I love her. And like you said, I can change that expectation and not because I trust her less or because I'm going to be less of a friend, but because I just realized like the, I don't know what verse it is. It says like, we're going to bear with one another. And I'm always bear one another's burdens. Yeah. No, bear with one another. another. And so it's like, okay, like God knew this Mm -hmm. wasn't going to be easy. You don't have Mm -hmm. to bear with something that's, easy and perfect and right. you click and right. you totally understand right. but yeah that the vulnerability piece i think is just so so key in that for so long people in the church have put on a face a facade a sunday morning this is who i am i'm gonna pray for everybody who asks and i'm going to sing when they tell me and i'm gonna raise my hands when they tell me and and it's th- that's done more damage i think mm. than being like I mean, when I came into Northside, it's no secret. I was like binge drinking and partying and all these things. But these people just sat with me and they ate with me and they let me bring my crazy stories and they never encouraged it. But they also didn't beat me down for it. Mm -hmm. And in my time and like you said, in that transformation that God was bringing me through alongside them and whatever they were going through, the change happened in me. And they didn't have to do all those things. And they didn't hurt me, like you said at the beginning of this, with their judgment and drive me away in that way, right? Because they knew I think it wasn't their place. They just loved me and they just hung out. And, you know, we and I didn't do those things with them. And I saw, like you said, where they were ahead of me in transformation in that particular area, maybe. I watched them and let them lead me. Mm-hmm. And, and so now when those things, and they become, they become more, I think, harder to see as you get along, right? Mm -hmm. I know that was today. I was listening to the Tale of Three Kings, which I've been telling everybody to listen to. And I'm going, okay, what, what in me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. what is God working on in me right now? Because it's so easy to get busy Mm -hmm. and not see it. But I just think it's so important in those to be vulnerable and and like you said like what the church should be is come in 
with whatever you have and and we'll just be here together while we transform and we'll celebrate that God is sovereign and he is profound and he is good and he doesn't owe us an explanation <laughs> but we can be transformed mm. and we can be in it together in the good and the bad mm. yeah I love that besides physical abuse verbal abuse um immorality things that are you know outside of our scope of you know um healthy healthy yeah so let's just say we talk about relational strife okay so you have um something that just didn't click and now you're upset something that somebody said or and and i think the idea is that um what you're going through is both hard and necessary. Mm. Okay? Because yeah. there's no That's transformation good. without breaking. You have to take out the old so you can go to the new. It's not, it's not something that's just you kind of just walk into. There's going to be this change. And sometimes the things that we hold on to dearly that we think are true might not be. You know, I, I discovered this as soon as I got married. Oh, is that how you want the bathroom? I, this is how I've done it all my life. It works. It works. That's how you fold the towels. Wait, what? I, okay. So sometimes, <laughs> you you hold things so dearly, and you think this is the way to do it, and then you see somebody else, and then you have to be open to say, okay, maybe this is their process. So, um, let me go back to um, one thing that. I just want to be clear. Um, you know, we um, we go through things because God wants something from us. So things that go through us, go th we the things that we go through, I'm sorry, the things that we go through, I'm always thinking God is up to something. And the reason why I do that is because if it's all about me, like, wait, you know, uh, you know, this is what I like, what I don't like. I'm always asking the question, God, what is it that you're after? What is it that, not like after, like he's, he's pestering me or trying to break me all the time. It's more like, what is he saying to me? What is it that I need to realize in this situation? Hmm. And if I have that, that kind of consciousness that somebody is bigger than me, bigger in the sense of of scope of power and that he's looking out for me that level of humility keeps me grounded hmm. because if it's all about you know my feelings i know we are in the age of we 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 left the age of opinion and now we're in the age of feelings um you know my feelings are the most important thing you know and granted they're valid but you remember, I'm not feeling what you're feeling, right? So one of the things, I'll give you a very practical, let's go back practical here. One of the practical things that I looked for at Northside was I asked questions and I attended the meeting and I was very straightforward in the beginning. Are the leaders held accountable? Mm -hmm. Do they have checks and balances? Is there one person that dictates all things or is there one person that you know um 
what he says goes or nobody can tell him what to do and you know i i, I just and everybody just works around yeah works him. around them to yeah. please him and and talk about cynicism that's when i came in and i was so cynical i said well can you show me your process i i asked the elders show me the process on how things are I done i did the same thing <laughs> yes and the reason why i was doing that is because i didn't want to get burned again mm -hmm. right now touche as soon as i said that immediately the holy spirit's like will you do the same hmm. Right, will, will you, you let people come? Will you bring them? That's a wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about my pain here, right? <laughs> so I think that I believe, not I think, I believe that true accountability opens us up to healing and forgiveness more than anything. Hmm. The other thing, Charlie, is if there's something wrong, let's talk about it. Don't talk to somebody else about it mm -hmm. don't blog about it don't podcast it don't no don't put it on social media mm -hmm. if you and i have something you need to come to me yeah you know in matthew jesus said matthew 5 he said you know even before you sing in front of the church this is again my paraphrase you should go to your the person that you're in at odds with and fix it before you even sing to me Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's almost like, and, and I have a perfect example of this. Let me stop you right yeah. there because I think it's so important to point out like how important our relationship, like me and you, yeah. you and Kerr, yeah. me and everybody, is to God. Right. Because he realizes well, this. Good. You know, he. I think I love those things in scripture where he says these things that we go, oh, that makes sense. and But no, it's so important to him. You know, he mm. knows how much it affects our hearts and our minds. And he knows that you can't get on stage and sing to him with a heart and a mind that you want to give mm -hmm. if you're in strife with this person. I think that that's so key because I, it's, some, you know, our relationship with God is everything. Mm -hmm. But he also cares about our relationship with each other. And that's a huge reason why this episode was on my heart is because, like, God cares about that. Mm -hmm as much you know because we're a family mm -hmm. like just this morning they're talking about you mm -hmm. know he's our father and we are siblings and i don't have multiple kids yet but you can probably attest when your boys mm -hmm. are not vibing mm -hmm. it probably hurts you mm -hmm. and you can't you can't be 100 percent with either of them because you know that they're not loving one another mm -hmm. so i think that's that's good that's really really good i think you've touched on something that is very real and um, you and I have to, I, I, this is a funny story. So we had a rule, Jen and I had a rule. When we were first married, we were, we were fighters. Mm. Okay. We would fight all the time. We laugh about it now because <laughs> right now when we have a, a tiff, we look at each other like, this is a waste of time. <laughs> Let's just keep doing right, what we're I doing. I don't have the energy for this. <laughs> it's not energy. worth it. We're going to so, say sorry later. But before everything was important, right? Mm -hmm. You had to win. So, and, um, I knew I was always right. <laughs> and I think that was the problem. So <laughs> so we had this we had this conversation that because I would lead worship on Sunday morning that we would supposed to not talk on Sunday mornings. Oh. Let's not talk on Sunday because something might happen something might happen between the house and getting here and it's usually about the kids or something that I did or you know. Everybody hearing this relates. <laughs> 
<laughs> there is something about Sunday morning. <laughs> There's one about Sunday morning where you're going, and then you show up like, hi, everybody. Uh -huh. you, know, you, you give your hugs. and I'm like, why are you being nice so, to them? So, so, so we had yeah. this understanding like, let's not talk. I mean, okay. it was funny and not funny. Yeah. Because it was, it was real. It was like a pragmatic. Yeah, yeah, it was very real. Like, let's not do this. Because I remember, um, you know, storming into church and I'm, I, you know, we're both fighting in the car. And, and I, I slammed the door and came out. And as soon as I stepped into the church, I'm like, hi, everybody. Yeah, let's, you know, let's get ready to worship the Lord, you know. And, and she's coming out. Then she's surly, right? She's like upset and, and she's trying to keep it together, right? Well, guess what? Everybody knows, mm -hmm. right? They can see it. So I remember right before, and I'm trying to do my best. Like I'm trying to put up the posing thing, right? Yeah, total, total imposter. Like, ah, everything's fine, you know. And then it hit me, this verse hit me. Like, do not come, do not even sing without reconciling back. Hmm. So I, I actually had to step off the platform right before I started. I didn't make a big scene about it. But I stepped out and then I went up to her and I said, I'm sorry. And sometimes it's that simple. It's that simple. But if right? you don't talk, right. if you don't address it, then resentment grows right. and you feel, yeah. Except that, except that she said, we'll talk about it later. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's not done yet. <laughs> I did my part. <laughs> I did my part. You did your part. All I'm saying is this. So after that, we never did it again. Like we don't have rules, like not talk to each other and all of that. All we wanted to do was have short accounts. Okay. I don't want to have this thing hanging over me. If there's something, I'm kind of a fixer, which is sometimes a problem because some people are not fixers. They want to dwell in it and think about it. And that's, that's fine too. Mm -hmm. Not fine for me, but it's it's fine. So if you and I have a problem, we should sit down and talk about it. Agreed. And, and when we talk about it, then that's where the healing begins. Mm -hmm. We can talk about it some more and we can bring it. But if we don't, if we hold, it, hold on to it, if we spread it out there, if we don't deal with it right, biblically, then we, we, we will have something in Hebrews called a root of bitterness. Hmm. And this bitterness, according to Hebrews, will spring up at any time. It's like this thing that's there, that's never been dealt with, and then the next Sunday you come along and you say, hey, Tong, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm just, and you're going, what happened? Why are you so upset? Well, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so, if you don't deal with that, that root of bitterness, actually, it says there that it will not only affect you, but it will affect many. That means that your kids, the people behind you, that bitterness is transferable. Yeah. So what do you do with the root? You take it out of there. Now, you just don't cut and trim it out and say, oh, I'm just going to be nice. Mm -hmm. now you go down and say, you know what? I was upset. I was upset because you said this. You probably won't even realize what you said. Usually. Yes. And then, so so one example of that is um, one of our church members, he plays in our band. He's, he's just a precious guy. I love him to death. I said something because I was snippy on our rehearsal. Mm. I said some, He said something, and then I said something, and he got offended. I didn't know because he was behind me, so I didn't really pay attention and mm -hmm. then after practice he tapped me on the shoulder he says can we talk and he brings me to the side room there and we're in this hallway and i can see he's red like just red upset and i'm thinking what, what's wrong with this guy and then he lays can i talk to you i said sure and he just laid it out when you said this and you said that and said this and my first the first thing that i wanted to say 
was, well, what, while this was happening, I put on my defense attorney hat. Uh-huh. Like, I'm very good at this. I also have one of those. Technicality. <laughs> I know the law. Who said what? Uh, I remember every detail. Yeah. I have witnesses. You know, I, I mean, it's... <laughs> so, I was getting into this de- defense attorney mode. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, no, this is that. So, I'm looking for excuses to the way out. Right? And then it, it hit me that it took so much... He was crying. It took so much for him to bring it up mm-hmm. because it was pain. Yeah. And then I immediately shut down. This is not about me. It's about him. I had to empathize with him. Like, his perception was reality. Regardless if I say I didn't mean it. Yeah. His perception was reality at that point. Did, did I say that? Did I not say that? No, he's going through it. He's, How it affected him. But, but the one. Th- yes. True to him. Yes. Yeah. And you know what's, what's tough? He took, it took so much for him to do that. Like, to pull me aside before. I mean, we were going to sing soon. Mm-hmm. Right? On stage. And so. I realized this guy was hurting. I need to stop everything. Mm-hmm. And then I apologized. We both cried and said, hey, man, I'm sorry. And I didn't make excuses. Like, I just said, I'm sorry that I hurt you. That's a- and then just eat it, right? Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, why? Can you imagine him playing behind me, beside me, and he's upset at me? I mean, it will. W- that's not unity. Mm-hmm. And that just, that's, that's, a, that's so wise. That is such a wise approach and I think something that we have to be so conscious of to be able to be because now you're talking about the other side of the coin when you've done the hurting yeah right which Mm -hmm. we've all been there Mm -hmm. and so not only do we have to be able to communicate when we've been hurt but also like what does communication look like when you've done the hurting and I am the same way I (laughs) I was well trained in my defense (laughs) techniques and I said it like this at Mm -hmm. this time when you had said this that's not what I meant the joke was and or it was sarcasm Mm -hmm. and but we don't know what's in that person's heart right and Mm -hmm. that's so there's that flow that give and take of of understanding each other and of being in community in such a way that we're supporting each other so that maybe if he did, if someone does tell you, hey, you hurt me in this way, if we're truly in community, we can go, I understand that. I understand where you're coming from because I know you, right? Um, And then, of course, grace. (laughs) Is being right the most important thing? Or are we right, you and I? Sometimes that doesn't mix. Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so and where we are right now in our marriage, we are not into who's right. Hmm. We want to know, are we right? Are, are we doing things right together? And there must be a give and take here because I'm not always right. I mean, I think I do. I am, but I'm not. And so I think the idea, the example here between that band member was I had to empty myself of me and hmm. look at him and say, he's hurting. How can I help his hurting? And if it takes for me to realize that sometimes the way I say things is perceived differently, I need to be careful. I like what you said. I love that. The, you know, am I right? Or what's more important, to be right or to do what's right for the relationship? Are we right? Yeah. Right? Because it's not, it's not a matter of, you know, I don't particularly like this. And I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get a little flack from this. A happy wife is a happy life. You mm-hmm. know? What I think would be better is, are we happy together? Mm-hmm. Are, are, we, are we hitting the mark? 
right? Because that's total self-preservation, right? Well, you know, I'm just going to do the, le- the least problem so that my wife would be happy. Mm. That's not honoring. You're making, actually, it's demeaning. You're making her something that she's not. Mm. What I would rather say is, are we happy? Are we, are, we, are we doing things together that's good, that's right? If not, who's, where can we change here? What can I do? Thankfully, the church is like, we can do that. I've seen it here on Northside. We've done it many times. Not everything, I, I, I hate to, to burst your bubble here, not everything in Northside is perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's, there's strife and there's things that have been said and people get hurt. Duh. I mean, yeah. we need to make allowances for each other, for each other's faults. And we need to forgive. And we need to forgive ourselves. And we, we cannot hold on to our hurts so that we hold God hostage. We can't determine and hold and say, if you do these things, I'll come back. If you do these things, I'll do this. Because ultimately, we are the ones trapped in it. Mm. Charlie, is there relational strife in the church? Yes. Is it ugly? Sometimes. It, it's, it's not what we want. But if we are real go back to the very thing knowing our basic tenets of beliefs and also know that we are in transformation and you use the best word today which is grace for each other i think we'll make it yeah oh that's good well i don't have any more questions that's a lot that was great (laughs) i this is gonna be two episodes for sure Um, i was thinking like we went deeper i was out of notes I mean, we were going, we were going, we were going. it's good though weird, like, 